Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Well, for the last number of days, we have been talking about the church. We have been seeing just how important the church is in the eyes of the Lord. All too often, we ask the question, Well, do I have to go to church to be a good Christian? Well, the basic answer to that is, yes, you do. It's similar to asking, can you have a strong, healthy body without eating? Well, you might be able to survive for a day or two, but eventually, because of the lack of nourishment and food, your physical body is going to go down and begin to suffer. And so it is as a Christian. We are meant to be joined with other people. And as we have been saying, this is not a matter of going to church alone. It's not just a matter of joining the membership list of a church body. But we are talking about a real spiritual connection that God has between the people that believe in him. The church is people. People that have a relationship with God and with each other. Our relationship with God is a spiritual relationship. And our relationship with each other is a spiritual relationship. This is how Paul wrote in Ephesians 4 verses 15 and 16. He says that Christ is the head from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causing growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. We need one another. Just as the nourishment is spread through the body by the bloodstream and from one member to another, so spiritual nourishment is brought to us by being together. This scripture says it causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. There is a close connection that we are to have with one another. And God sees us as an entity. He sees us as one. You know, he sees us so much more as one than we do. We see ourselves as a collection of people. But really, God sees us as one. We saw this yesterday when we were talking from 1 Corinthians 10 that we are one bread. And we saw the typology in this illustration, that bread is the end result of a process, that the wheat kernels are harvested from the field, just as it speaks of our salvation as being a harvest. And we are collected into bins, but then the wheat is not just left in bins, it is brought together and it is ground into flour, and then the flour is baked into a loaf. In the loaf, the individual kernel has lost its identity. It is no longer standing for itself, but it is now joined with others and a new creation has come forth. You know, it's the same in us. God sees us as one. He doesn't just see us as an individual, but he sees us as an entity that has a new identity, that has a beautiful aroma that is attractive to the world. Another analogy of the church is that we are a bride. Christ is the groom, and we are the bride. There is one person that Christ is marrying. He's not marrying all of us individually. He is marrying the church. We are one entity. As we have seen, our health, our growth, our spiritual vitality 
is all determined by our being one in the body of Christ. You know, another aspect that we many times don't think about is that really we're only beautiful in the body of Christ. You can picture this with me. A young man and his girlfriend, they're sitting together on the bench in the moonlight, and he looks at her intently and says, Your eyes are so beautiful. Now, is that really true? Now, let's just analyze that for a moment. Why don't we just take those eyes? Why don't we just pluck those eyes out and we just put them on a saucer and we just lift them up to the moonlight and let's just let them shimmer in the moonlight. Are they really beautiful then? No, it makes us shudder even to think about that. No, they're only beautiful in the body. Do you know that our beauty and our attractiveness to God is only when we're in the body? Take any member and cut it off and just hold it up by itself. Again, we react to that thought because it's just something we do not want to imagine. We want the body to be together. We can't think of just fingers or just an arm or a leg. In fact, soldiers on the battlefield have become traumatized as a result of seeing dismembered bodies. No, our beauty, our attractiveness to each other and to the world comes out of our being together. When the eyes are in their rightful place and we gaze upon the countenance of another, we say, those eyes are beautiful. These analogies may be a little different than what you've thought in the past, but I'm trying to convey to us the importance of our being one. Jesus prayed in John 17 that we would be one. That is a prayer that he earnestly brought before his Father. And I want to be part of the answer to that prayer. I want to be joined with other Christians so that the beauty of the body of Christ would be attractive to the world. Now let's switch authors and let's switch metaphors for a minute. Now let's switch from Paul to Peter and see what he wrote in 1 Peter chapter 2. In 1 Peter chapter 2, starting in verse 4, he writes, Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Now look what he's saying in this. He's telling us that we are living stones. When we come to Christ, we come alive. This is a spiritual new birth. So we are living stones and we're being built up a spiritual house. Now, when you think about a house, do you think about the individual stones? No. If you look at a stone house, and we have one that's right at the front of our property on Bleams Road, if you were to look at it, you don't see the individual stones. You see the whole building. When we become a living stone, he doesn't just make a big pile of stones, but he is building up a spiritual house. He is placing us together, one upon the other. He is making a new entity. He is making something bigger than our individual selves. Now, this analogy has many truths that we can draw from it. You know, if there was a large pile of stones and someone came by and took one of those stones and carried it off, it would be very hard to tell whether someone had done that or not. One stone could be easily taken and it would never be missed if it was just a pile of stones. And so it is in the church. If you are part of a church body that is not connected together, it is like having just a pile of people coming together on a Sunday. 
when that pile comes together, if there's no connections between them, if one is not there on a particular Sunday or if someone doesn't participate in a certain way, it is hardly noticed because there is no union between the people. You see, with a pile of stones, it's very easy for a stone to be taken away because it's just sitting on the surface. You could pick it up and carry it away. But if you take that same stone and you mortar it into a wall, now, if someone tries to take it away, it's very difficult. I mean, it's cemented in. It's connected with the other stones. It's hard to pull it away. And so it is in the body of Christ. When we get connections with other Christians, it is very difficult for Satan to disrupt us and to carry us off. We have too many ties. We have too many connections. There are people that are thinking about you and people that know when you're not there, they miss you because you are connected to them. And when you're discouraged and maybe you miss a week, you get a phone call because someone has missed you because you're connected in. Think of this building again. You're looking at the side of a building and you're looking if one stone is missing. It's very obvious. In fact, it's a gaping opening. You notice it right away. There should be a stone there, but there isn't one. You see, this is how God wants us to be. He wants us to be built up a spiritual house. We need one another. There's so many analogies here that we've talked about. I hope that you are seeing the importance of being part of the body of Christ. Not just outwardly, physically going to a church or joining a church or being faithful in attendance at meetings. You need to have a heart-to-heart connection with other people. Now, the good thing to realize in all of this is that you don't have to be anyone else but yourself in order to be connected to the body of Christ. Sometimes we may be fearful and say, well, will I be accepted? Will I fit in? The beautiful thing in this analogy, God is building his church out of stone. Stones have different shapes, have different textures, have different colors. But God is placing all of these stones together into a wall. I'm glad God is building it and not man. In Genesis chapter 11, we have the picture of man building a tower to reach heaven. Now we can see very easily where this is a type of a false church. Man trying to reach heaven, building a tower, a structure that will reach heaven, is the antitype, the counterfeit that we have for the true church, the building of God that reaches heaven. And notice how they build. In this portion of scripture, in Genesis 11 and verse 3, it says they had brick for stone and slime for mortar. In place of having the stones that it speaks about in 1 Peter, they had bricks. What's the difference between a brick and a stone? Bricks are all the same. They're all the same size. They're all the same shape. They're all the same color. But stones are unique. They're different sizes, different shapes, as we said. And God builds using stones. We don't have to conform. An earthly man-made structure is that we need to conform to fit in. But God takes us just the way we are and fits us in. And man's mortar is a slime. It comes from the earth. It's smelly. It's temporal. It comes from the swamp, as it were. But God's mortar is the Holy Spirit. We are baptized into one spirit. And God's spirit unites us and joins us all together. 
and absorbs our differences and allows us to fit and find our place. You can be just who you are in the body of Christ. You will fit in. Yield yourself to God. Give yourself to Him. He, as a master builder, will place you into the church and you will have your own place. You will be comfortable where God puts you. Well, our time is gone for today. We'll pick this up again tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. We'll see you then. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.